Hey y'all, welcome to episode 13 of Words of Grace podcast. I'm your host as always, Beth Zena. Uh, Last week we continued in our mini-series on the fruit of the Spirit by discussing kindness. I really hope that everyone who listened made an effort to extend kindness to someone last week. It was a challenging exercise, but I think it is so worth the effort. Um, On a side note, this is related, uh, I saw the Mr. Rogers documentary last week in theaters, and it was so poignant, especially regarding with what we discussed last week. Um, It was a very powerful and moving movie. I cried like five times throughout it. It was so good. Um, I highly recommend seeing it if it comes to a theater near you. Or when it comes out, hopefully it comes out on DVD or something. But uh, while Mr. Rogers' story may be inspirational and have a powerful message, nothing the movie offers can compare to what the Lord's Word offers. So this week we're going to continue looking into what the Bible says on the next fruit of the Spirit, which is faithfulness. One might say, I believe in God. Another might say, I believe God. While these sound like very similar statements, there's actually a difference between the two, and that difference is faithfulness. When we consider faithfulness, many thoughts come to mind. We may think of being faithful to our spouse or friend, but the word faithfulness as an aspect of the fruit of the Spirit simply means conviction, belief, and firm persuasion. Our English synonym for the word is reality. It carries the idea of acknowledging existence. The word picture here is giving our deepest attention to those things that are most real to us. In a nutshell, faithfulness is not believing in God, but believing God, believing the reality of God day to day. Do we truly believe that God exists? Several years ago, there was a popular bumper sticker that found its way on the back of many vehicles around town. It read, God said it. I believe it, and that settles it. I love the idea that faithfulness implies, because if we apply this idea to the bumper sticker, it should read, God said it, that settles it. Although belief enters into the equation, we must understand the fact that because God said it, it should be without question. We understand that God exists whether we believe him or not. A great example of this is, um, can be seen in the demons. James says in James chapter 2 and verse 19, You believe that God is one, you do well. Even the demons believe and shudder. The demons don't believe in God as to obey and serve him, but they certainly believe God. They believe the reality of God, the existence of God, and the power of God. Because they share the same spiritual realm, they know that God is. But it's not simply enough to say we believe. In the previous verse, James writes, But someone says, You have faith and I have works. Show me your faith apart from your works, and I will show you my faith by my works. Our actions speak louder than our words, so we must act on our belief in faithfulness. I love so many aspects behind the account in Luke concerning a demon-possessed man. The account begins in chapter 8, when Jesus and his disciples are sailing into a city near Galilee. They come across a man who had been demon-possessed for several years. Because of the torment that he suffers, he is homeless, without clothing, and he roams around the cemeteries naked. 
When he sees Jesus, he falls at his feet. Jesus asks the demons to leave the man, and what? And this is the response. What have you to do with me, Jesus, Son of the Most High God? I beg you, do not torment me. Jesus then asked him, What is your name? And he said, Legion. For many demons had entered him, and they begged him not to command them to t- depart into the abyss. That was Luke chapter 8, verses 28 through 31. So what's so astounding to me is Jesus is having this conversation with the demons. They know him, they call him by name, and they are very aware of his power. So much so that they cry out, not into the abyss. The account ends like this. In verses 32-33, it reads, Now a large herd of pigs was feeding there on the hillside, and they begged him to let them enter these. So Jesus gave them permission. Then the demons came out of the man and entered the pigs, and the herd rushed down the steep bank into the lake and drowned. The point of the passage for our purposes is that the legion believed God. He believed the reality of God, he believed the power of God, and he believed that God is. We too ought to believe that God is. But for the Christian, we also ought to believe in God. We believe that he rewards those who serve and obey him. It is a twofold proposition. These next couple of verses should reflect our thoughts and attitudes. So the first verse I want to read is Hebrews chapter 11 and verse 6. It says, But without faith it is impossible to please him. For he that comes to God must believe that he is, and that he is a rewarder to them that diligently seek him. Faith has a workable outcome, so we must take our knowledge of God and let that inspire in us faithfulness to seek him and his will. In the previous chapters of Hebrews, the Hebrew writer says in verses 19 through 23, Therefore, brothers, Since we have confidence to enter the holy places by the blood of Jesus, by the new and living way that he opened for us through the curtain, that is, through his flesh, and since we have a great priest over the house of God, let us draw near with a true heart and full assurance of faith, with our hearts sprinkled clean from an evil conscience and our bodies washed with pure water. Let us hold fast the confession of our hope without wavering, for he who promised is faithful." We can have confidence of God and his promises because, as verse 23 says, he who promised is faithful. 1 Peter chapter 4 and verse 19 tells us that God is a faithful creator, and we need to be his faithful creation, entrusting our souls to him. We simply need to hold fast in our faithfulness to him. As we walk by the Spirit, let us have the assurance to know that God exists. From that reality, let us have the conviction to choose to obey Him. Once that decision is made, let us be fully persuaded to stay in Him. Why? Because God simply is. There is no other. That is true faithfulness. So yeah, that's all I have for today. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Words of Grace podcast. I hope it is beneficial for you. Um, If you have any verses you'd like to share regarding faithfulness or any any of the fruit of the Spirit, uh, feel free to send us a message. Uh, You can do that on our Facebook page. If you go to Facebook and search for Words of Grace podcast, uh, our page will pop up and you can like it there and send us um, verses and thoughts on these little mini-series that we're doing. So yeah, um, 
thanks again for listening and tune in next week when we discuss the next fruit of the spirit, which is gentleness. So, yep, that's all I have. Thank you so much for listening and I hope you have a great day.